This episode may contain strong language, nudity, and dated pop culture references. Parental discretion is advised. Hey guys, before we get started today, want to make a very exciting announcement that you've already heard two times in the past two weeks, but you're going to hear it again, goddammit, because if you are lucky enough to be going to San Diego Comic-Con this year, you got to see the first ever live recording of Two Packs a Week. It's taking place on Thursday at 2 o'clock at the Neil Morgan Auditorium in the library across from the con. San Diego Comic-Con has taken over the library. Its tentacles have wrapped around it. We've got four guests, Joan Ford, Mike Levine, Roger Barr, and Erica Ishii. They are all hilarious comedians. They're all great. Come and see it. We're going to be opening up packs. You can win trading cards. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's this Thursday, 2 o'clock, Neil Morgan Auditorium at San Diego Comic-Con. to be sort of an unusual episode because we've got our producer Mason here. Hi Hello. Mason. Hello. Hello Jeffrey. The silent watcher of all the <laughs> previous shows. Yes, envier. Envier. I envy you. You envy me? Of course. All of your guests and content are hilarious and fun and oh, I'm, I'm thanks, walled man. away. Bah. You're great. You're the best in the biz thanks. when it comes to recording these episodes. Why they sound so good. That's why they run so smooth. That's right. You keep the trains running on time here. <laughs> Under dictatorship. Under dictatorship. Well, the two of us are super busy right now getting ready for this Comic-Con show. I'm so pumped. I know, me too. It's going to be amazing. This is going to be great. So I thought we could do sort of a mini episode where the two of us would open up one pack from my weird stack archives. Yes, I'm so jazzed. <laughs> I've been wanting to be a guest for a while. You know. I've I know. Been to be a guest. I, and this is the time. This, this is, is it. it. We are making dreams happen. All right. And speaking of dreams coming true and dream factories, the pack we're going to be opening up is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory trading cards. Yes. And don't worry, it's not the good Charlie and the Chocolate Factory oh, no. from the 70s. <laughs> it's the bad Charlie oh. and the Chocolate Factory starring Johnny, Johnny Depp. Up and Tim Burton. I mean, a technical masterpiece, and yet so flat. If it was an art gallery exhibit, yeah, it would right. be amazing. So good. Line around the block. <laughs> As a movie, hard to watch. Yeah, hard, very to watch. hard to watch. So we've got eight cards in this pack. Look for randomly inserted Wonka Bar prop cards. Oh my God, golden ticket? No. It says Wonka Bar prop cards. It just sounds like a photo of a Wonka Bar. Oh, <laughs> like, well, like... but the Wonka Bars were the ones that had, like, the golden ticket. I always, as a child, want... this is, of course, the original version. I always wondered, what did they taste like? Well, listen, I would love an actual chocolate bar. Maybe the gum is chocolate. Maybe the gum is chocolate. The gum being chocolate would be a that big... That would be pretty uh, badass. That would be pretty badass, but I don't think we're going to get anything nearly as cool. Unfortunately, I agree with you. These are bizarre. The expression on your face right now is timeless. <laughs> Jeffrey is looking at pure, these pure, fierce intent determination. Pure, I don't know what I'm getting. Pure wonder. All these cards, yeah, look disgusting. <laughs> the pattern, it's like they took the 90s nostalgia for the 70s. They ate it and they vomited it <laughs> out of these cards. It's like a purple swirls and yeah. just gross. 
On the corner is like a purple, shiny logo, Charlie and the yes, Chocolate Factory. Embossed. Embossed. Now, this looks very much like the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. This is a scene from the beginning, clearly, where everybody is very poor, and all the grandparents are sleeping together on the bed, and Charlie is there looking at Grandpa. And on the back it reads, As the Bucket family prepares to go to bed, Charlie hugs each of his grandparents goodnight. Somewhat prophetically... Grandma Georgina, in a rare moment of clarity, whispers to him that nothing's impossible. Oh, this guy kind of looks like the kid in the original one. Yeah. Ah. I mean, I think this is definitely... Good job casting. I have to say, by the way, these are very high-quality cards. They're glossy. They're they're firm. Yeah, um, it's true. They spent some money. The art box is the yeah, company. The, the Warner corners Brothers. are very sharp. Ow, ow. You could slice chocolate with them. <laughs> you could, if it was soft chocolate. <laughs> I did not see the Tim Burton Willy Wonka movie, so I don't know quite what I'm looking at. It's basically just <laughs> a kid staring at a Wonka bar, right? and there's a little subtitle that says, we'll share it. And I'm not sure. It's just kind of this property praising of the item. And on the back, it's a close-up of the Wonka bar. When Charlie op- okay, so this is Charlie who looks completely different from the photo that you just showed me. Oh, that's and I'm funny. not I'm not sure why. He just looks totally different. Like I did not recognize him oh, at all. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. It's just a different angle with a different haircut or something. Anyway. It was part of Tim Burton's wanting to make the film <laughs> very off putting. It's like, like we can put a couple different kids in the same world just to see if anyone will notice. That would be really fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> we are um, all Charlie. Yeah, exactly. He's the child in all of us. <laughs> When Charlie opens his birthday present to find a Wonka's Whipple Scrumptious Fudge Mellow Delight, Go on. <laughs> he is on pins and needles in case it contains a golden ticket. Unfortunately, he finds no ticket, just a lovely chocolate bar. As he ignores the protests and divides up the bar to share with them, his parents and grandparents share an unmistakable look of pride. Yeah. Good job, Charlie, for handling crushing disappointment <laughs> you're and gonna, giving us candy. You're going to have a lot of that in your life. Yeah. <laughs> Better learn to deal with that disappointment now. Look how your grandfather cannot get out of bed. Yeah. Enjoy. At least he didn't like throw the chocolate bar on the ground. It was just yeah, like, like, this is garbage now. <laughs> no, no temper tantrum. No temper tantrum. That's I guess good. that's more of a Veruca Salt move. Oh, man, Veruca Salt. I love that band. And I love that character. Man, we've got a lot of the early characters. Here's Mrs. Bucket. I've got a card <laughs> for Mrs. Bucket. And, like, you'll notice, okay, so it's the same, like, hideous tie-dye background. She looks sort of sullen and sad and maybe even a little paranoid. And it's, like, in this frame that looks like a chocolate splatter, but it could also be, like, a deadly virus or something. Right, it could be a parasite. It could be a parasite that's in the chocolate bar. And I will say, I believe this is Helena Bonham Carter. Yes. Famously uh, Tim Burton's wife. Mad crush on her for a long time. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Oh, boo. Helena Helena Bonham Carter, for sure. (laughs) I feel like whenever we open cards with women in them, you always (laughs) tell me that you had a crush on whoever the actress was. Let's be fair. It's happened multiple times. No, it's only happened, I think, this time and one other time. I think at least two other times. Look, I watched a lot of TV as a kid. Right. A lot. You were like Mike TV, if you will. Yes, exactly. Charlie's mother, Mrs. Bucket, is a tired woman who would love to be able to feed her family something more than cabbage. 
worn out by caring for Charlie's four very elderly grandparents, as well as <laughs> four, Charlie. Four, all of them. Yeah, every single grandparent. None of them died. <laughs> every grandparent that dies would be a, a, would be a, a relief. To, would be a relief to poor Mrs. Bucket, as well as Charlie and his father. She tries to keep a cheery disposition for her family's sake. Mrs. Bucket is portrayed by Helena Bonham Carter. Hey, there hey, you go. I HBC. Nice. You down with HBC? Oh, you know me. Yes, right. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Oompa Loompa <laughs> Doompa Dee Dake. We're yeah. going to take a very quick break. Oh. Oompa Loompa Doompa Dee Door. But come back because we'll have some more. What do you get when you just watched an <laughs> ad? It's a feeling that makes you feel bad. <laughs> I have a card here. It's all of the contestants of the, the Chocolate Factory all standing with their backs to the audience. And we see a stage. And on the stage, it sort of looks like, like a really nice school play almost. There's like several steps up and then there's like this set. And we see a bunch of like fireworks and an empty throne as well as like a candy cardboard set and the card says Willy Wonka is the caption all right but Willy Wonka is the one character who's not in this card maybe he's about to appear I know you should call this card like the anticipation (laughs) dot 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 you know you don't call it Willy Wonka (laughs) Willy Wonka implies I'm seeing Willy Wonka I mean, even in the back, which also has a screen cap on it, you also don't see Willy Wonka. Like, it's just the empty stage. <laughs> this card is frustrating. My last card. I believe it's Violet Beauregard's mother, and she is looking aghast. Some of the other people in the frame look frightened as well. The Willy Wonka seems to have a devious smile on his face as they watch something happening off screen with wide eyes. And the caption says... A blueberry as a daughter. Now, again, <laughs> right. obviously, the thing that you would want to see here would be... <laughs> blueberry vi- daughter. Yeah, it would be Violet blown up to be a blueberry. That is not the image we get. And then on the back, it's just the same shot again, <laughs> but closer up yeah, on his Beauregard. I have a theory. They are intentionally <laughs> keeping things out of the trading cards so that you can be like, man, I really do want to see that. Let me go see the movie again. No, no. Yes. That's so horrible. Oh, Artbox, your marketing is so subtle. If sure. they release the trading cards before the film, oh, as a preview true. to the film, they're right. like, well, we don't want to give away. Oh, but that's oh. so shitty, though. <laughs> it's all about money, Jeffrey. It's Thank all you, about the Charlie cash. and the Chocolate Factory. You got to know the cash. Mrs. Beauregard watches in horror as her daughter balloons up like a giant blueberry, ignoring Veruca Salt's snide comment that Violet could always be put in a county fair. She has, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sick burn. But pretty it's a pretty one. sick burn, Somebody Veruca. called the fire department. She got burned. <laughs> Ooh, ouch. She has no choice but to follow the Oompa Loompas as they roll Violet off to the juicing room to be squeezed like a little pimple. You know, I would have rather had cards that, like, filled in the blanks of Willy Wonka. Like, I was always curious about how do they cure these children of these horrible ailments that they've given them. What happens after? Like, I would much rather see, like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the untold story. (laughs) The VH1 behind-the-scenes Yeah, the the behind-the-scenes doc cards. Yeah, that'd be great. Show us, you know, this is how you pump blueberries out of a child. I think you've just found a good Devastator project. (laughs) Perhaps. Okay, my last card is just a wide shot of Willy Wonka standing on his 
factory floor with an open portal behind him. And it says, the most important room in the entire factory. And I will say this. He is dressed similarly to Gene Wilder's version with the top hat and the frock coat and the cane. But what I always loved about the Gene Wilder version was that his cane and his top hat were chocolate brown. (laughs) So it looked like they were made of chocolate. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. This is just, you know, this could be any 1800 steampunk frock. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm down. Whatever. You're not a frock hater. No, I like. I love the frock, the crushed velvet (laughs) frock. And it's actually such a wide shot that you can't really see any detail on Johnny Depp's face. It's just a a figure. It could be a stand-in, for all I know. But that's okay. On the back, we have. After advising his guests not to touch anything, Willy Wonka invites them to wander around and enjoy the inventing room, full of strange contraptions, pots and pans, kettles, huge stoves, and a giant tank of water. This is clearly Tim Burton's version of the candy room, which was probably the most amazing thing I had ever seen as a child outside of Star Wars, (laughs) where you can go in and eat everything you see. I know. It's so cool. It was so So, amazing. This is not it. This no. is just, I don't know what. Yeah, they really just decide to do cards of everything but the things that would be the most because interesting. you got to see it, Jeffrey. Oh, I hate it. Well, folks at home have to see the two packs a week live show at yeah. Comic-Con. Come on down. <laughs> Come on down. And they should also be listening to your show, Anime Attic. Yeah. Also part of the Meltdown Podcast Network. Famously. Famously part of the Meltdown <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You're a big anime fan. I'm a huge anime fan, and I want to come back and do anime cards. Let's do anime cards. Let's do it. And you've been on my show, or you will be. You're going to be on my show. Yeah, that's right. There were some technical difficulties. Uh, (laughs) Wah, wah, wah. Engineer goof. The dog ate my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That could probably happen. It's like, not the SD card. Oh, it's over now. But anyway. Thank you, Mason, for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. San Diego Comic-Con, 2 o'clock, Thursday, Neil Morgan Auditorium. I'm Jeffrey Mason. Thanks so much, and we'll have another episode for you very soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Two Packs a Week was produced and engineered by Mason Booker. Opening theme by Matt Myers. Break music by Lee Rosevere. Logo by Kenny Kyle. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners. Follow us on Twitter at Two Packs a Week. That's T-W-O. And me at Jeffrey Golden. That's Jeffrey with a G. Special thanks to Meltdown Comics at 7522 Sunset. I left a bunch of these cards at the store for y'all to take. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Hey, be good to each other.